to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back on the block here on a Wednesday and uh, getting prepared uh, to call it World Series, actually, just around the corner. Very excited for that uh, every year uh, in Omaha. Something to look forward to. Strick, have you been to a College World Series? I have. Hey, but for me, I haven't been in the new stadium. I've been oh, to yeah. the old Rosenblatt College World Series. Now, tell me this, Bach. Do we have a crazy matchup in the women's softball? Yeah, we do. What's going on over there? Texas and uh, Oklahoma. Woo. Uh, so I Woo. love those. That's a, it's interesting to the SEC. Red River? Red River? <laughs> right, Red River shootout. <laughs> uh, the SEC, the Big 12. Who, I think the Big 12 is going to get – I don't remember. I don't know if it's the same thing where it's like a share – of uh, the money goes to all the teams in the conferences. That's, you know, from football at least. But I'm interested to see how kind of softball goes, uh, how that goes. Oklahoma is a, is a beast. Oh, yeah, they they're, are. They're that good. But they did lose to UCLA in the, yeah, uh, in the in College the World Series. So uh, it's interesting. We'll kind of see how that plays out. And looking forward to the College World Series in Omaha. We have Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald, uh, very plugged into the college baseball scene. Uh, Evan, welcome aboard. How's it going, guys? It's a it's a full studio show now, right? You hey, guys are both in there. yeah, we're we're all in the house. Everybody's on the block right now, Evan. So it's always a pleasure to have you join us. Heck yeah, man! Thanks for having me. Yeah, and like like we were saying, I mean, if you haven't made it up to Omaha for the College World Series, you, you've got to go. And yeah. it's strict. You got to go to the new I'm stadium. I'm, I'm, I'm sad I didn't get to, to Rosenblatt ever, but uh, ah, that was just a young man's mistake, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evan, how how long have you been going to the College World Series? So. I started with the World Herald in 2009 and got a chance to cover a couple of the the last two seasons at Rosenblatt in 2009 and 2010. Uh, I I got out there as a kid. So I grew up in Lincoln. uh, Mm. So I got out there once or twice as a kid, but really made it an annual thing. Yeah, starting in about 2009. And, you know, it's you kind of look back on some of the Rosenblatt memories people have, and it was such a festive sort of organic atmosphere. And it's become, uh, you know, a lot more organized and streamlined, or some people might call it corporate now. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really cool event. I, I always encourage anybody regionally or in the country who hasn't been just to come check it out, even if you don't like baseball. Like, it's the atmosphere around the stadium and inside the ballpark is really cool. Evan, what do you think about the impact on the city? Like, you know, think about the impact of what COVID did to it, you know, not being able to really enjoy it and – and, and all of the things that was lost during that period. But what, what is, like, the impact to the city and the Omaha and to just that downtown area? Like, what is it like? I mean, I'm glad I'm going to be here, but, you know, just give me a little 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 taste of what it's like, my guy. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go to a – like, say you're going to an evening game, you know, the, the, the way to go is probably to show up in the early to mid-afternoon and just sort of walk around. I mean, they've got the mattress factory set up if you want a, a drink they've got uh, different uh, exhibitions going on for kids so you can kind of see like the dynamics of baseball or you can get into a batting cage and do different things uh, there are nice. a lot of restaurants around there i mean there's a restaurant right adjacent to charles schwab field that's called the blatt so you can grab a burger and have a drink and hang out and then you know you get into the park itself and uh the concourse is set up so you even if you don't have a seat you can just kind of walk around and there are local vendors and always really creative food i think they've had colossal tater tots and different 
you know, ridiculous toppings on burgers <laughs> inside the park and things like that. Wow. So, you know, again, it's just, it's, it's one of those things that like everybody can connect with in some way. And you mentioned COVID like that event or that pandemic really did sort of accentuate or, or remind people what this was about, because, it, you know, it, it's just like anything in life, when it comes down to it, it's about relationships. And you hear all these stories about family members who would always meet up at the College World Series every year or fathers and sons who've been making the trip for, you know, years and years. And, and you don't have that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you miss the games and that's uh, surely part of it. But it's the, the experience. It's the community. It's the the fellowship, just even between fan bases, like people that would park they, they would have the same parking spot for years and years. Maybe one of them would be a Texas fan and one of them would be an LSU fan. But, man, those were your spots, and, and, and you, you know, you figured it out. And so I think that's probably the coolest part of the, this thing is the fact that the event's been in Omaha for so long. Yes, it moved from Rosenblatt to downtown, but, like, the, the people that go always go, and, you know, the friendships that you build over time are the things that uh, really matter the most. As we look at this weekend, they'll get into the Super Regional, so obviously we don't know the eight teams that will make it yet. Um, but uh, what teams kind of have your eye as, as as we head into this thing? Which teams do you think will make it to Omaha? You don't have to break down every every Super Regional, but which teams do you think uh, have the best chance at taking home the crown in Omaha? Well, I mean, you guys talked about Oklahoma softball. The, the, the baseball version of that this year is Tennessee. I mean, they've just been – they don't have the tradition maybe quite that Oklahoma softball does, but they've been far and away the best team – in the country this year, I mean, they've been number one pretty much wire to wire. Um, you know, they're they're you hear talk about Tennessee versus the field, and, and there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, they they do it all well, home run uh, in terms of power, uh, fielding, you know, uh, pitching, all of it. They've got they've got pieces and depth all over the place. So that's one I think you have to certainly look at being uh, a favorite to make Omaha and then to win the thing, and then. You know, you've got 11 national seeds, all right? So they seed 16 every year for the tournament. And this year, 11 national seeds are in the Supers, which would tell you that a lot of the teams that perform the best over the course of the season are still, still there. involved in this thing. Um, you know, Oklahoma is a hot team that's sort of come on. Arkansas is a team people are familiar with that's come on. And so I think that's the other interesting part too, right, is is the fan bases that show up. Like, if you're an Omaha vendor, you were rooting for LSU to get to the supers. Now they didn't quite get there, but you have a lot of fan bases that, that make their mark in Omaha. Like I said, Arkansas, Texas is one. If Ole Miss were to make it as a three seed, they would light this place on fire, just like Mississippi state did last year. So, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of intrigue the, the product has been really good this year. Scoring is up in college baseball. So if you think back even 10 years uh, I think seven or eight years ago, there were three home runs hit at the College World Series. Last year, there were like almost 30. Ooh, so that tr- that trend is continuing. If you love long balls and offense, this and is the game for I you. Do. And I imagine we're going to see a lot of high-scoring weekends here this this uh, next weekend as teams try to get to Omaha. That's, that's fascinating. I, I, what, is, what do you think is playing into that uh, that dramatic shift? Well, Best pitchers, it's interesting Evan, because be they made – Best the, the, bat, the bat change about <laughs> 10 years ago, which really oh. depressed offense, and that brought it way down. Mm-hmm. And what's happened since then is they made a ball change in 2015 where they flattened the seams on the ball, so that's allowed uh, less wind resistance, and that mm-hmm. makes a difference. And, like, you know, studies would say that would make a difference in, like, 20 to 30 feet and how wow. far a ball would go. So that makes a difference. And then I think the other part is you look around college baseball, there are older 
stronger guys in the lineup right now. One, because there's still players taking advantage of their COVID years. But then two, Major League Baseball shortened their draft way down. Four years ago, Major League Baseball drafts and forever ago were 40 rounds. Mm -hmm. Uh, During the COVID year, they went down to five, and now they're back at 20. And that's where they've been. And so a lot of guys have decided to stick around. So you're getting, mm. you know, more more seasoned hitters, stronger, uh, mm. mature lineups, and so I think that's part of. The I think it's too. good for the game. I think that's good for the game. To be honest, I, I I always thought, you know, flooding, flooding Evan. To be honest, even being a part of it, flooding the 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 minor league uh, space was just it, it didn't do a great service because a lot of those kids are going to stay five, six, eight years in maybe the highest they ever get is double A. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think let them, man, let them stay and enjoy the experience of college and, you know, shrink the draft down and make it tougher so that way you've got to fight a little bit harder and you got to make a better decision in that process. So I like it. You know, that's just my opinion, but, you know, just throwing it out there. Yeah, totally. And Major League Baseball, from their perspective, they'd say, hey, look at all this development going on for free. You know, they don't have to pay anybody. They cut down on their minor league system. Yeah. So, you know, that's great. And, you know, I think of the other thing, this is something college coaches often have told high school guys who are thinking maybe they want to go pro, maybe they don't. They say, you know, one of their biggest selling points is college baseball is a lot more team-based than the minor leagues, right? In the minors, you've got your top prospects, and a lot of guys are essentially, when you get down to it, they're just organizational filler. Yeah. You, know, enough, yeah. you know, you have to kind of fill out those those lineups, and if you are trying to rise through the ranks, oftentimes your teammates are your biggest competitors in that, whereas in college, um, it, it, it just it, it kind of it feels like the integrity of the game is more there just in terms of everybody's there for the win. You know, if you're at a minor league game, whether they win or lose – it doesn't really matter that much, but right. you look around the landscape of college baseball, especially in the last 15 years, as, as football money, television money has poured and sort of overflowed into this particular sport. Um, you see a lot of passion. You see a lot of um, you know programs that care about winning. You see four, five, six, seven thousand fans show up at, at games at some of the prominent programs. So, would you rather have that, or would you rather play at a at a park where, you know, again, it really doesn't matter whether you win or not and you're just trying to move on. I think uh, a lot of people are staying in college for all those reasons. And I, I think one one cool thing about the College World Series, too, is the opening ceremonies. I know a lot of people like to go out to that. Um, there's been somewhat of a movement in the last couple of years to get the Major League Baseball draft to Omaha. Have you heard too much about it? I haven't heard too much about it recently, but I know a couple of years ago there was kind of that idea. Of course, they played the Major League Baseball game there, too. Kind of make try to just try to make a little bit bigger event out of the, the World Series there. Yeah, you know, it's too bad because we never saw what that could look like. That was the plan in 2020 before the thing got kiboshed was they were going to have the draft on site, at least the early rounds of it. And then that would sort of bleed over into the College World Series. Plus, a lot of the players who would have been in Omaha anyway could sort of show up for the draft like you would see in football or basketball. And so it just never really continued that way. And, And for whatever reason... You know, it's tough in baseball because in, in football and in basketball, your draft is coming in the off season, right? Like that's why you see some of the top players showing up and having the handshake with the commissioners and all this. In baseball, up until like three years ago, you know, the guys were finding out they were being drafted during the NCAA tournament. Guys in the on-deck circle were being told by fans with cell phones, hey, you just got taken in the third round or whatever. And, you know, that's it's just not – that wasn't a fair – 
experience for those guys in that moment. And so now the draft is pushed back to July. So, you know, that's, that's, I think, been a positive change. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a different sort of deal. It'd be fun if it were to come back to Omaha, I think, because uh, you look around at even just, again, this year, some of the teams that are contending to come to Omaha, there are a lot of high, high draft picks that will probably be playing in Omaha in a couple of weeks. And it would be cool to sort of uh, have them recognize and, and take in that moment as draft picks too. And maybe down the line when things continue to settle in and there's more of a, of a sense of where this thing's going long-term, maybe that's something that they'll decide to bring back. Yeah, hey, he's Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. Excellent breakdown once again. Uh, thanks for, for Thanks for joining us this week, Evan. Thanks, guys. We'll see you. Yeah, there he goes. Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. Uh, can't wait for the College World Series. Always one of my favorite times of the year. Uh, Strick, real quickly before we get to it, where, where where were you when you found out you got drafted in Major League Baseball draft? Um, I was at home. Yeah, so yeah. at least you weren't on deck. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, but remember, like, um, I had, remember, I think I told the story. I said, you know, I had the, the Yankees who wanted to take me in the first round, and then, they didn't want me to play basketball, but oh, then the yeah. Marlins said, we'll take you in the middle round, so they took me in the 31st round. And they they said, we're going to take you in the 31st round. They took me in the 31st wow. round. So that made that gave me the ability to do both, and that was the better option for me at the time. I just – I liked baseball, but I didn't love baseball. Right. So, you know, the Yankees taking me and then just feeling that I wouldn't have been able to play basketball anymore, that just did not – yeah. And they would have made you like shave and do everything the Yankee way. Oh, the Yankee way. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, I, for me, playing in the cold in November and October. Yeah, oh yeah, that didn't hit well for me. Was it a was it a nerving, <laughs> uh, nervous day? I mean, you. I mean, no. were you? Did you throw a party or anything? You're just kind of sitting no, at I home just waiting. Knew. Yeah, yeah, I just knew it was. I knew what, what they it was told you. Be. Yeah, yeah and, and they called and they they said, yeah, we just took you, blah blah blah. And then they sit the bonus money and where you want it, yeah. that type of deal. And then, you know, they, they worked it out with the school. Here's what you do. Then we'll reimburse. Yeah, so they just did all of that. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that is, that's simple. very cool. Uh, let's take a quick break here on the block. And uh, when we return, it's time for Shootout with Strick. Call right now, 402-464-5685. Uh, try to beat Strick here. Um, on uh, And if you do, you get $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. That Shootout with Strick. Call in, 402 464 5685. The first to do so will have their chance at the ticket. That's coming up next year on the block on 93.7 The Ticket.